yo, welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I'm your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my producer, audio engineer, best friend in the whole wide world. Mike is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? Hey, Mike, what's up indeed? You guys might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. The World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Upandloaded.com is the website I always tell you about, which I'm going to tell you about periodically throughout the show, probably. It's a website. Brings all of the YouTube channels together. It's got lots of content, lots of podcasts. Uh, speaking of podcasts, you can download this podcast and subscribe to this podcast for new episodes every single Friday, anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We are on... Mike, where are we at? We're at we're at uh, Stitcher, which is a pretty big deal these days. We're at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, blah, blah, blah. Point is, point is, we are on a lot of podcasting apps, and if you would tell more people about it, I wouldn't need to be all up in your face right in the beginning of the show. Now, would I? I feel like I'm starting very stern in this episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back a little bit. going to calm down. Guys, we have a great show for you this week. We are going to be talking about some crazy earthquakes. You might have felt it. We're going to be talking about Stranger Things. No spoilers, though. Don't worry. And we're going to be talking about uh, The Lady with Magic Dreams, listener questions, and a whole lot more. It's going to be a fun episode. Lots of fun. So last week, we celebrated America's birthday for the first time on this show. First time we ever did that. And we had the first fireworks show ever recorded on an audio podcast. I assume that's true. I assume that's true. It, it didn't go well. Uh, but since we recorded early... We did not get to celebrate the fireworks that happened on the ground this year. You guys might have heard that California has been a little shaky lately. It's, it's got the ground. It's been hooked on the good stuff, and it's just jonesing for its next fix. If you're not following what I'm saying here, I'm saying that we've been having a lot of earthquakes lately, specifically in California. Now, on July 4th, we had a 6.4 earthquake in Ridgecrest, which is about two hours north of our studio. And 6.4 is no joke. It, on the earthquake scale, 6.4 is uh, specifically listed in the, on the scale. It, you, you, you get a 6.4, right below it, it says no joke. But uh, people were kind of freaked out. But it was nothing compared to the 7.1 earthquake that showed up on July 5th. That was the real show. That was, 6.4 was the uh, the... Taster. It was the prequel to the, the real show, which was uh, Mr. 7.1 Earthquake. And uh, my wife and I were watching Netflix when that earthquake happened. And that one went on for about 40 seconds, I think, maybe slightly longer. And it felt that way. It felt very long. It felt like we were just going to keep shaking for the rest of our lives. And some people with Parkinson's have to deal with that all the time. So uh, that's just something to think about. California is used to big earthquakes at this point, you know? But this big is not that common. Lots of people, I would see people on Facebook, like if there's a 3.0 on the East Coast or in the Midwest, people lose their mind. 3.0, we, we don't make a big deal about it here. We make a big deal about everything else, you know? A little bit of rain on the windshield. Biggest deal in the world. 3.0 earthquake, not that big of a deal. 6.4, 7.1, yes. All my life, though, I've been told that we are overdue for something even bigger. They call it the big one. This is the earthquake that is just uh, going to rock your world. 
we were our studio is extremely close to the San Andreas Fault, uh, which you might know from movies that The Rock has starred in or Grand Theft Auto games from the PlayStation 2 era. Now, I've actually walked on the San Andreas Fault when I went to uh, Cal State San Bernardino. Uh, it's it's a big it's a big fault. You can't walk the entire thing without uh, dying of thirst exhaustion. Is that a thing, thirst exhaustion? Anyway, that's the fault that's supposed to have a giant earthquake soon. And by soon, it could be within the next 10, 20 years. Nobody really knows how bad it's going to be, but some people think it's going to pretty much put half of Southern California underwater. You know, make us into a new beach for a nice desert state that hasn't really gotten to experience a beach. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I want to be prepared. So this week, Chris to Chris is going to be going into full-blown panic mode with survival tips and gear for earthquakes. But before we do that, we're going to move on to our tip of the week. My birthday is coming up this weekend, which means that in just three years, I will finally be old enough to run for president, which uh, is something I've always aspired to maybe do. But uh, being born in July is honestly really not all it's cracked up to be. You know, when you're a kid, it's actually kind of cool because it means that you don't have to go to school on your birthday. Never had to go to school on my birthday when I was a kid. That, that was awesome, you know? But uh, when you're an adult, it just means that it's going to be a really hot day. A really hot day, and you might have to go to work, okay? Uh, I have had to work. Outside of the last few years, I haven't had to work on my birthday. But before that... Every birthday, I was going to work. One year, one year, I was working at my college bookstore. And uh, I worked in shipping and receiving. It was just me and this other guy most of the time. And it was my birthday. I didn't have the day off. I, I was making uh, shit 50 an hour. So you could tell it was the kind of job that wasn't great on benefits. So I didn't have any time off to, to spend on my birthday. So I'm, I'm at work on my birthday making terrible pay. And my one coworker in this shipping and receiving department, calls off. I find out that he spent my birthday going to Disneyland. He spent my birthday going to Disneyland. Meanwhile, I was training some new manager that didn't know shit about the place he was working at. Yeah, I, I guess I'm still a little bitter about that. I, I sound kind of angry. Anyway, it's hot in July. That's what I'm trying to say. And I, I can't really remember the last time I had a birthday where it wasn't over 90 degrees outside. Remember, I'm in Southern California, and it's just freaking awful in the Inland Empire in July. And I looked it up. It's supposed to be 104 this year on my birthday. And when I looked it up a few days ago, it was supposed to be 100 on my birthday. So I'm figuring by the time my birthday actually comes around, it's going to be a cool 190 degrees. I actually uh, once uh, used to live in Las Vegas, like I said, and I, I lived there long enough to spend one summer in Vegas. At least one, maybe two. Uh, and I remember driving by a bank with uh, one of those big thermometers. Mike, you know the, how banks have those giant thermometers? Yeah, everybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. So I was driving by a bank. It had one of those big giant thermometers on it. And it was just a sign. You don't actually see a giant thermometer. It's not like world's largest thermometer. You guys know what I'm talking about. One of those LED signs, okay? And it said it was 118 degrees outside. That's Fahrenheit for you non-Yankees. And I gotta say, guys, man was not meant to live in places that get that hot, okay? It is a 
slapping God's face. Okay? Mike, have you ever heard of a place called Saudi Arabia? That is uh, Trump's favorite new place to sell American weapons. You know, made in the USA for you to kill whoever. So uh, that's what we do in Saudi Arabia. It's also where professional wrestlers, the WWE guys, now go to watch their careers die. And in June 2010, I looked this up. In June 2010, it was 125.6 degrees Fahrenheit in Saudi Arabia. Remember, I, I spent a, a day in 118 degree heat. Saudi Arabia had 125.6 degrees. Okay? We are actively choosing to live on the most hellish places on earth. Okay? We said, hey, 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 hey. We have all these wonderful green bastions of life. All these uh, silver gray, silver grays. I, I'm losing my uh, vocabulary. I, we have all these green pastures. That's what I'm trying to say. There's a Garden of Edens, Gardens of Eden. You know what would be even better than these beautiful places to live? That hot ass desert with no water. That sounds like my ticket. And so that's what we did. All my life, I, I I've lived in deserts, hot hot deserts. I visited Alaska once upon a time when I was uh, 18. And when I was flying out of uh, Alaska, I noticed that it was lush and green, so much greenery and plant life. And as I was flying back over California, I realized just how dead this state is. It's just dead. You, drive, oh, you fly over California, you fly over Nevada, flew over both. I've flown over Nevada, California, Arizona. They're all dead. They're all dead. In California, you have no idea how dead the state is until you fly over it after flying over a state that actually has trees. And we have our, our patches of forestry and whatnot. But the greens are greener in other states. The trees are, all, are always greener on the other side. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Mike, you want to know another fun thing about being born in July? It makes you a cancer in society. Mike, I looked it up. If you were born any time between June 22nd and July 22nd, that makes you a cancer, astrologically speaking. And the great thing about being a cancer, you know, besides the name cancer is that when somebody finds out that you were born in July, they can just stop and sum up your whole personality based on some shit they read in a horoscope. July? Oh, you're a Cancer. That means you're moody and you don't get along with Aries. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about being a Cancer is that you're represented by a crab that worships the moon for some reason. I looked this up. This is all true. Mike, what's your sign? I need to know if we're supposed to get along. Is there a tip coming anytime soon? Oh, all uh, right. Uh, yeah, this week's tip is don't be born in July. Hey, let's move on to Video Game Corner. Video Game Corner! Okay, this is going to be a Video Game Corner where we don't talk too much about video games, but we'll talk a little bit about it. First of all, Nintendo finally revealed their cheaper, handheld-only version of the Switch. 
It's a it's a handheld only. You can't plug it into the TV all at all. It's a switch that don't switch. And it looks pretty good, I guess. You know, I'm glad that I have a switch that can play on the TV. But uh, 200 bucks is 100 bucks cheaper than a, a real switch, and it's probably uh, aimed at uh, younger people like uh, kids. Anyway. Last week, we celebrated America's Independence Day, as I alluded to earlier in the show. And this is best known as the day that we fought back against alien invaders in 1996. And a man named Randy Quaid showed us how to take out those sons of bitches before he lost his mind. So this year, July 4th, is uh, also the marked occasion of the Stranger Things Season 3 premiere. And they actually also released a Stranger Things tie-in video game on the Switch that day. There, I said it. Our uh, our video game obligations are fulfilled this week. We have talked about video games. Back to the Stranger Things. I'm not going to spoil the show, okay? But my wife and I just finished watching Stranger Things 3 a couple days ago. And I'm not going to spoil it, but I am going to bitch about it. And I'm not going to bitch about it because I didn't like it. I did like it. I liked it more than Mikey likes Kix cereal. And he's the only one that likes that crap. Because Kix is not a good cereal. It's not a good cereal. Uh, where, where was I going? Uh, oh, Stranger Things. I liked Stranger Things. But what I didn't like was the news that Netflix is now promising to eliminate all references to smoking in anything that Netflix produces that's rated PG-13 or lower or TV-14 and lower. And they give an exception uh, for, quote-unquote, reasons of historical or factual accuracy. And uh, the reason they did this is because of this nonprofit group called the Truth Initiative. They, they released a report that compared 13 shows from streaming services and TV broadcast and cable channels. And they said that Netflix had the most depictions of tobacco. And that is a bad thing. That is a bad thing. You shouldn't... To, to pick, you shouldn't uh, depict tobacco. And they singled out Stranger Things for, for being one of the top offenders. They showed smoking too much. And apparently uh, Netflix doesn't like winning awards for most on-screen smoking. So they responded like little bitches and banned smoking from anything related, rated uh, TV 14 or below. And I don't smoke. I don't smoke, but... I, I actively hate when people trying to dictate how art is made. You know, people smoke. That is a fact. People smoke, right? You know? You, I, I, don't, I don't get this idea where you try to protect people from seeing smoking on screen when it is literally all around you in the world. And as much as Netflix pissed me off here, at least they didn't outright ban on-screen smoking, which Disney pretty much did about uh, five, six years ago. Four or five years ago, maybe. They, they, they said that, uh, no. Disney said, we are no longer going to have smoking in any films. PG-13, R, whatever. Smoking is rated no with Disney. They said that you're only allowed to, to show somebody smoking if it's in a negative light, like somebody's coughing out their lungs, or uh, for historical accuracy too, like Abraham Lincoln. But historical accuracy doesn't really mean shit for Disney, because we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. 
You know, uh, Disney now owns Fox. I don't know if you've been following the uh, Disney Fox news, but Disney owns Fox now. So uh, say goodbye to about half of Hollywood ever showing a cigarette again. Okay? Because before Disney bought Fox, there was this up-and-coming young director named Steven Spielberg who was working on a movie for Fox, which was a remake of West Side Story. And if you don't know West Side Story, it's uh, pretty much like a... Uh, a more modern Romeo and Juliet. It's uh, set in 1950s New York, and it's about these rival street gangs, the, the Sharks and the Jets. And they're like high school kids in the 50s in New York. And guess what? They liked to smoke. But Disney doesn't like that. And they've been riding Spielberg's nuts ever since to get him to just get smoking out of his movie, out of his period piece movie. So, that is the future of art, ladies and gentlemen. You know, the emoji movie can exist, but God help you if that turd emoji pulls out a cigar. You know, video games can sell gambling to kids so long as that video game doesn't use offensive language in any context. That's the future of art. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on to some more pressing issues. So, I know I said that we were going to spend this episode talking about earthquake survival tips, but... I've got a bigger problem than earthquakes right now. See, my apartment has an alarm panel next to the front door. <clears throat> what, Mike? Oh, I, I, I mean, our studio has an alarm panel next to the front door. A couple weeks back, the battery for the alarm panel next to our door started dying. And because it was dying, it decided to make this loud, annoying, beeping sound every five seconds. And my wife and I don't have a manual to this thing or the batteries needed. And last time we tried to mess with this alarm, it went off, blaring at like five in the morning. So we put in a maintenance request. And with this maintenance request, they have a 24 to 48 hour guarantee. They said, oh, you put in this request within 24 or 48 hours, we will be there. So, four days later, they show up for the alarm. And at this point, the beeping had just stopped on its own, right? But they got there while I was at work, and my wife said that they were just here for a couple minutes and left. Fast forward to Monday this week. It's 1 a.m. The f***ing beeping returns. I don't think that these guys did a damn thing last time they were here. You know, I think they got here and said, oh, look, it's not beeping. I fixed it. Let's go. You know, they left, and now the beeping is back. You know, when we moved into this, I mean, uh, production studio, we were told that if repairs were not made within 24 hours of being reported, we would get like $100 off of our rent for every day it wasn't fixed. And then about a year ago, they sold the place to some new jerk-off that said, you know, uh, to hell with that, to hell with that. Uh, he fired about half the maintenance staff and said that his God does not believe in rent discounts. So, I'm pissed off. I don't know if I've uh, made that clear. I'm pissed off, and I need to do something about it. But before we do, let's move on to the news. A 73-year-old woman from Silver Spring, Maryland, has just won another lottery. Now... 
I try not to do too many lotto stories on this show, but this one here is some bullshit. She said that she won the lottery by picking numbers that appeared to her in a dream. Now, you know how it goes. Five numbers appear to you in a dream. You head over to Andy's Beer and Wine for your lotto ticket, and you collect $50,000 because you won. And that's exactly what this lady did. You know, it's standard economics, really. The woman is a grandmother. I know, 73-year-old woman, grandmother, shocking. And I guess she wanted to stay anonymous because her name isn't published on the Maryland Lottery website. And to be fair, to be fair to this woman, I would not want people knowing who I am either, especially if they found out that my dreams were producing winning lottery numbers. You know, that's how you end up kidnapped and have some guy forcing Zequil down your throat until you make him rich. Now, normally, I hear a, a weird lottery story, and I don't believe that these things happen for a reason. But this lady got $50,000 from a dream. And that might not be enough for you, you know? Plenty of people win the lottery from numbers that appear to them in a dream, right? Right? This lady, let me tell you something. This lady has done it four times now. She's won the lottery four times, and she credits a dream for every single win. She said, yeah, I got those numbers from a dream. I got those numbers from a dream, too. You know? So either this lady is one of the greatest con artists to ever fool Maryland, you know, maybe she has an inside source, or maybe she has something special going on in her noggin while she's asleep, right? You know? My dreams usually involve somebody trying to kill me, and none of those f***ers have ever shouted anything useful at me in the process. So congratulations to this lady. Mike, what's the difference between a 7.1 earthquake and an alarm panel with a dying battery? What? A 7.1 earthquake only lasts 40 f***ing seconds. This thing's been going up for three days. Mike, I'm losing it, dude. I'm losing it. This, this needs to stop. I don't know how people live this way. You know, I used to have a roommate that would call his family at least once a week on a group call. They'd all just call from wherever they were uh, currently presiding, and they'd talk to each other on speakerphone. It was madness. And the first time I ever heard them talk on the phone, he had the call on speakerphone. And I was in the other room when the call started. But then I started hearing this chirping sound. And I knew that sound. It was the sound of a smoke detector with a dying battery. You know, it's designed to be as loud and annoying as possible so that you will want to change that damn battery. So I think that one of our smoke detectors is dying in the apartment, right? And he's on the phone with his family, and I'm running around the place looking at all the ceilings. And I finally realized that the, the sound isn't coming from my apartment. It's coming from this dude's phone. So I figured, oh, okay. One of their smoke detectors has a bad battery. They're going to get it fixed, of course. Of course they're going to get it fixed. Mike, for years, I heard that damn smoke detector chirp every time this guy got on the phone with his family. Always hearing, chirp, chirp. And I'm not even doing it justice. It's so much more annoying than that. It's insanity to me. It's insanity. 
You know, I don't know if people can evolve to just not hear that sound. I don't know. But by day two of hearing that, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. So, of course, I'm not too happy about my alarm chirping again. Like two weeks after the bullshit started. So this week's earthquake survival tip is to buy some earplugs. You know, you won't hear your death. But at least you won't want to blow your brains out either. This is a... This episode, I, I think I need a, a massage or something. I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm a little tuned up this week. Guys, let, let's lighten this up with some listener questions. Why not? Why not? We've got some great listener questions this week. Yuli asks, why is California shaking so much recently? Well, Yuli, as I mentioned earlier in the show, California is shaking because it's just addicted to that sweet, sweet crack rock. And we haven't had a hit of the good stuff in like two days, man. California's really going through it right now. Actually, I have a, I have a going through it story. When, uh, about, a, about a year ago, I'm going to say, I was at work. It was about lunchtime, so I, I, I didn't bring lunch to work that day. I normally do, but not this day. And so I decided to go to Andy's. It's a, a local place in Southern California. Go to Andy's to get some food. Go through the drive-thru, order my food. You understand how that works. I said to myself, I don't want to eat at the work parking lot. I'd much rather eat in the Andes parking lot, uh, listening to my, my radio or a podcast or whatever I was doing. Probably listening to Chris to Chris. New episodes every Friday. So I park in Andy's parking lot, start chowing down. I was disappointed by my food, but that's neither here nor there. It's downtown Ontario, so it took about a minute before I was approached by a homeless man and he looked in trouble, you know, so I rolled down my window. So what's up, man? He said, Hey man, uh, can you, can you call me an ambulance? I said, what's going on? Uh, what do you want me to tell him? He said, uh, I'm just really fucked up, man. So I, I called the old nine one one. I say, Hey, what's up, Sherry? She said, Hey, Chris, what do we got today? And so I say, uh, we got we got a, a guy here who asked me to call the ambulance. He's really going through it. The lady says to me, going through it? What, is, what does that mean? I said, she's he's, he's going through drug withdrawals, Sherry. He's going through drug withdrawals. We need an ambulance here right now. Stop asking me questions. He's going through it. So within, I'm not even kidding. They said, like, where are you? What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. I said, look, I'm on my lunch break. I'm not even going to be here by the time the ambulance gets here. They sent a fire truck, and it was there probably within a minute and a half. I was still on the phone by the time the fire truck got there. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was my going through it story. Guy got checked out by the paramedics. And now he is president of the United States of America. Ken asks... Did you record early last week because you knew earthquakes were coming? Yes, Ken. Yes, I did. Uh, because if the earth split open, I wanted to be able to push Mike in without having to start the episode over. Isn't that right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yilly asks, is the Chris to Chris team racially diverse? That's a good question. Let me uh, whip my whistle while I ponder that. Yilly, about a year ago... Maybe a little bit more than that now. A year or so ago. I took the Ancestry.com spit test. 
That was uh, before we found out that uh, they could use your DNA to implicate you in a murder. So I guess I can't get caught murdering anybody, huh, Mike? It's your lucky day. Anyway, I did a video of the results and I put it on YouTube. Maybe we'll put it on the up and loaded page for this episode. And uh, we found out that I was about 1% Eastern European Jew. And I was pretty excited about that news because I felt like, oh, that's a, a free pass for me to make 1% more Jewish jokes, you know? But right before I was able to send out invites for my belated bar mitzvah, Ancestry tells me that, hey, guess what? We've got updated results that are more accurate. And they tell me that I've now been kicked out of the 1% Jew club. So I'm back to being a dirty Gentile like Mike here. But between the two of us, I think this show is pretty diverse because Mike looks uh, kind of racially ambiguous. Mike, you would be the perfect chick dancing in a hip-hop video. I think you should uh, look into that, buddy. Uh, Ken asks... What are your thoughts on things? That is a great question, Ken. What are my thoughts on things? Well, as uh, we kind of talked about earlier, Stranger Things is pretty good. I like Stranger Things. I hope they don't run it into the ground and make too many seasons of Stranger Things. But another season, maybe two tops. I think it'll be the sweet spot. I like Stranger Things. The movie, The Thing, is also really good. I highly recommend watching that with the entire family. It's a movie you can watch with all generations. Uh, adults, children, very young children, very old people. I, I like to watch it around Christmas time, Christmas Eve. It takes place in the snow, so it gives you those warm, fuzzy feelings. Ariel from The Little Mermaid, she loved things. She loved gadgets and gizmos and what's its galore. You know, She was actually kind of materialistic, actually. I think that's why Disney kicked out the ginger Ariel and is now making Halle Bailey the new Ariel, not Halle Berry. She is uh, Ariel's mom, maybe? They should do that because so many people were confused about whether or not Halle Berry was going to be Ariel. I think that she should be the mom. Anyway, uh, you know, all things considered, I like things. Yilly asks, which of the listeners that ask you questions would you slap for $1 million? I like this question. I do like this question. But if I'm being completely honest, if some rich asshole offered me a million dollars to slap any of the regular listeners, I would slap the shit out of every single one of you. Now, I'm prepared for the repercussions, you know? I understand. You slap somebody pretty hard, you should be prepared to get slapped back. Say, how can she slap? How can she slap? Well, she could slap if you slapped her. Or him, you know? I feel like these questions have set me up for some kind of uh, battery case. You know, if I'm ever accused of battery, you've got this on, on uh, record. Listen, I'm not trying to slap anybody. Let's make that very clear. But if somebody offered me a million dollars to slap somebody, I might just do it. I might just do it. And it'd probably be any single one of you guys. But I, I think I'd make it up to you, you know? Take you to Chuck E. Cheese after I slapped you. Maybe get you a toy if you've been good. It's hard for me to single out any one of you, though, because I feel like you've all asked me something that's very slap-worthy, you know? I don't know. Well, I'll have to ponder this, like, in future episodes. Maybe maybe somebody, may, you know, maybe we'll make that a game. Maybe we'll make that a game. I'll get a question, and we'll say, that's a slap question. I feel like, uh, I feel like we're freshly running out of steam here. Guys, you asked some great questions this week. I really appreciated it. Um, let's wrap this thing up with some poll results. 
Last week we asked, what is the best part of Independence Day? 29% of you said, dogs barking all night. That's my jam. I love to listen to the sound of dogs barking all night, right before I go back to work. 71% of you said, Roman candle fights are the best part of Independence Day. I like to shoot fire and explosives at my friends and vice versa. So thank you guys for voting. You guys, as always, can vote on our Facebook page at Up and Loaded. This week's poll asks, what is the best part of July? What is the best part of July? You know, besides besides old Chris's birthday. <laughs> What's the best part of July? Vote on our Facebook page at Up and Loaded. Hey, if you haven't, like our Facebook page at Up and Loaded. Follow us on Twitter. That's at Up and Loaded. U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. Also, uploaded.com. Also, Instagram, up and loaded. Hey, we're everywhere. Up and loaded, up and loaded. We are there. So uh, go ahead and follow us on social media, and uh, we will be happy to interact with you. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to this show, of course. We're on all those apps. You can also download the episodes straight to your phone, computer, what have you. Stream it from our website. Technology is beautiful, and I'm not paying for hosting for nothing. I want you to make use of it. Share the love. Share the Chris to Chris. Guys, I got to be honest with you as I'm wrapping this thing up. I think one of the reasons I was so perturbed or on edge today is uh, because of that stupid beeping, for one thing. And also, this is one of those quick turnaround days. I, ha I, I get off work late, and I have to go back into work early. Not too happy about that, but... It's an early start to this birthday weekend. So, guys, do me a favor because I sure as hell am going to do it this weekend. Go ahead and enjoy your weekend or else. <laughs>